0: What's up, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Stay Tranquilo podcast, where we're here to help you stress a little bit less and enjoy a whole lot more. I'm here with Nelson Fernandez and uh, Danny Del Rio, um, a bunch of finance, financial guys um, that, that, you know, they, they, they know their stuff when it comes to money. So I thought it would be cool to bring them both on. Um, so Danny, I'll start with you. If you want to introduce yourself, let people um, know a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, so just uh, background, uh, obviously Dario went to Columbus High School, um, previously went to St. Timothy before that, um, went to FAU for soccer, uh, spent some time playing semi-pro as well, uh, transitioned to the finance world as a financial advisor, um, obviously enjoyed it since, uh, relocated back to Miami, I was a Boca previously, um, about a year and a half ago now, and uh, now f- about three months in of uh, my own firm, uh, so just taking next steps from there, man.
2: Nice, man, that's awesome. Great move, Danny. Uh, my name is Nelson. Um, I graduated from FIU. Um, I love, 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 yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> a- everything Miami. I mean, I live in Orlando now, though. I've uh, been in the finance game for a little bit more than a year, and yeah, I love what I do,
0: so. Awesome, cool. You can be of service today. Yeah, awesome, man. Well, yeah, just a little bit of background. I mean, I went to high school with both, both these guys. I played mm-hmm. baseball uh, with Nelson, and I've known Danny from uh, Columbus as well. So, um, you know, common theme is Columbus and, and just kind of the network and, and brotherhood that that brings. So that's, you know, that, that's been awesome. Uh, but before we get into it, you know, a little rundown of, you know, why we're doing this episode today. Um, obviously money and finances is a big, big topic, um, amongst everyone, you know, uh, from, from, you know, saving money, how to spend money, um, just getting advice on what's best practices when utilizing money, you know, money is a tool. Um, it's something that we all deal with at some capacity. So it's something that we wanted, uh, wanted to bring on because, you know, as, as awesome a, of, of a tool it, it is, it could bring a lot of stress into people's life. Um, and the main theme about, about this podcast is how can we, you know, manage stress? How can we, uh, alleviate stress in our life? So, um, Danny, I'll start with you. I know, um, you started, um, High rise wealth management. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about about that? Um, you know what your plans are with with that company and and how you kind of got involved in that?
1: Yeah, man. So it's got um obviously. I, so I've been in the industry probably about it's run it for five years now. Um, I was with a firm, um, Equitable Advisors, did very well, um, enjoyed it. Uh, came down for VP role. All that was great. Um, but just found myself in the same situation. Kind of uh, always kind of enjoying and building it how I want to, uh, making sure my clients get the best experience, uh, making sure it's most, most efficient, right? Um, so it's, it's been going really, uh, really well. Uh, we've gone uh, month over month now, it's gonna be in December, um, since we started of, of uh, surpassing expectations. Uh, but just seeing where it's looking at uh, moving down the line, it's more of, um, you know, obviously, expanding to three different niches is really what we want to do. Um, we're eventually gonna develop teams for those niches, um, but it's really working on the professional side, right? So any professionals, right, accounting, um, you know, law, obviously, medical, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we would have that niche, and then we would have a separate team uh a niche for businesses right now um, that we're obviously currently, uh, you know, working on, working with. Um, and then the third one is uh, pro athletics. Um, so next nice. year we are uh, hopefully going to be able to, to launch that niche more effectively um, uh, as we do have clients already as it is, but just qu- kind of more expanding on that and, and making it more enjoyable, obviously relating back to my past. though.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So Nelly, tell us a little bit about kind of what what you're doing right now on on your end. I know you're working for a company right now, um, but uh, tell us a little bit about kind of what you do on on your side. Correct. So pretty much the same thing
2: as Danny was saying. I try to find more and more people to help in my community. I moved to Orlando a little bit more than a year ago, and I'm over more than 100 clients already that I've been able to help out to start saving for retirement. Uh, protect our assets for the future and uh, yeah for me right now it's just keep growing I think Danny's been in the game a little bit longer so he (laughs) he, uh, he's in a different stage but cool uh, right now it's just build a bigger uh, business currently for me nice
0: awesome so uh, one of the main topics that I that I wanted to talk about today um, and and something that I think you know as as young you know working class guys um, is becoming more you know relevant in our lives is investing right um so i wanted to get both of your guys perspective and and you know obviously it's a dialogue so feel free to to chime in and you know if you guys have differences i'm open to those differences that's what this is that's what this is about um so you know investing one on one obviously like when it comes to financial planning and you know what you read out there you know the 50 30 20 rule is one of the most popular um you know i guess money planning Um, rules out there. Right. So 50% of what you make goes uh, towards, you know, bills, 30% goes towards leisure entertainment. um, And then the 20% is to be put away towards, you know, savings, I guess, investing uh, falls into that. Um, So I wanted to get uh, your guys perspective on that. And, and, you know, what you guys think on that. And then what, you know, if there's a better plan, what, what, you know, what is the best approach in terms of how, how should we break down how we spend our money? And whoever, whoever.
2: I can start that off so I think that's a great guideline especially for people that are at a young age starting investing, starting looking at their future but it really depends on when you start Yeah. if you start later uh, maybe in your 30s or 40s you might have to do more than 20% towards investing you might have to flip to 30% or more depending yeah. on when you start and what you do with your money so some people don't like taking much risk and right. that's something that at times you have to take the necessary risks to make sure your money grows at a rate that will be helpful enough for you in the future to be able to sustain yourself.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: I don't think everyone wants to work forever. (laughs) Some people do, and that's great. Mm -hmm. But even if you do, there's times once you're 70, 80, it's a lot harder to work those four, Right, there's a physical component that you just can't do it. Exactly. So the goal, I think, for most people is to be able to own more of their time as you get closer to retirement or whatever that looks like for you. But just not depend on your paycheck as your only income i think it's one of the biggest things that we
0: have so ha- like mul- having multiple sources essentially multiple whether sources it's coming exactly. through investing or
2: most of the time it's investments or you can you can invest your time it's not necessarily money but investing money is usually the easiest yeah because
1: it's hands-off
0: exactly and it does, it there does the there's work a for lot there's it.
2: a lot of avenues
0: okay What's,
1: sure. what's your approach? Um, yeah, I mean, just to pay back off, is off, time is a big uh, aspect to it, right? So when you go to sit and build a financial plan with somebody, um, you know, I, like, I also hear a lot of people, you know, all my friends say, you know, these funds, these, you know, I saw this online, uh, the 50-30-20 rule. Yeah. But just like you said, you know, it's going to differ. Um, it's never the same plan. Like I have two people that make the same amount of money to do the same job, you know, same, pretty much the same amount of people in their family but their mm. plans are completely different. Yeah. Um so it's really just, you know, kind of figuring that whole aspect out, but investing one on one the best sense to do it is that investing is not even the first part, right? Mm. Um anybody needs a financial plan, right? You could definitely go get a, an index fund and kind of build that up. Um you know, if you want to be passive on it, um but there's still a plan in place, right? Liquidity, uh, your risk tolerance, um and then tying all into, you know, what do you want your day-to-day look like, you know, 5, 10 years from now and are you on target, etc. so the best you want to want really going to start on the planning side, write your goals down, etc. So that's pretty much that the head start that I'll take there.
0: Okay, cool. Um, and then from an investment standpoint, right? So all right, cool. I'm going to invest twenty percent of what whatever I'm making. Where where should where should I invest my money?
1: Um, so I would say re- okay, like it's going to vary from person to person for sure. Um, I've had this conversation back and forth on the index funds. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a plus or minus, right? Uh, for example, I'll tell you this is that if going to see your wealthy individuals right or accredited investors you want to use that word yeah. um, those individuals you know rarely ever going to use an index fund um, and there's reasons behind it um, index funds are great right they're low costs you still have your, your goal in mind um, but it's not necessarily the best investment right so i'll give you an example is that um, you know 25 year old coming in right they're making 40 50 thousand a year and they're set up their retirement account an index fund the SP 500 may not be the best scenario because there's more aggressive funds like small caps mid caps etc right and then in there you want to make sure that you're not just tracking the Russell maybe you have more of a of an advanced uh you know let's say for example mutual fund or ETF where they're actually tracking certain sectors right um so that's the the really complicated part behind it um but in regards to where to invest that 20 percent um you know that 20 percent you got to make sure that you just have liquidity out of it if you're young you go as aggressive as you want you have that liquidity to fall back on any recession um, but if you do not have any liquid money to cover expenses, people say three to six months. But if you're someone who gets nerve-wracking when the market goes down, make it 12. Yeah. Um, if you don't have that, then obviously um, you know gotta be
0: careful. Yeah, okay, and do you wanna kind of, well, either one of you, but you spoke on index funds. Index funds is something that, that seems like a common theme across the board. You wanna tell us a little bit about what exactly kind of like an index fund is for someone that may not know?
2: Yeah, sure, so first, there's a lot of different index funds. There are a lot of indices that you can track. Uh, The most popular one usually is S&P 500. That's the 500 biggest companies in America. And usually that's done very well historically. And the great thing about that index fund is, like you said, it was low cost. But there's things that do more or average more over time. They bring
0: you a bit bigger return over time. Correct,
2: correct. So I personally think there's always a portion that should be in that because I think it's low cost, it's stable depending on taxes and other things so when you get to the accredited investor part it's a little bit different but yeah. for someone that's just starting that's a great place to start but at times I don't always recommend people just to invest if they don't know what they're investing in so that's where what we do helps so much Yeah. so if you do your homework you understand what you're doing it might be okay for you to do that but as your wealth grows as your nest egg grows and your decisions aren't $100 do- decisions they're thousands and tens of thousands of dollars decisions, that's where uh, so- someone that's professional helps a lot.
0: Okay, cool, makes sense. Um, obviously, huge thing going on right now is uh, cryptocurrency, right? Of course. So we can't talk money and not talk crypto <laughs> 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 at this point. So um, cryptocurrency is a is a big um, component that people are kind of putting their money into. Um, I guess. Can you tell us a little bit what exactly is crypto, right? I mean, I still think some people don't even understand the concept of crypto uh, first off. And then we could get a little bit into like, you know, what are some good coins to invest in? Should we even be investing in crypto? Um, but can you give us a little bit of a bra- background uh, Yeah. yeah so about what uh, crypto is?
2: I'm not the biggest crypto fan. I yeah. do believe that long term it has some use, but there is a lot of risk. So for younger individuals, if you do your research and you find that this is suitable for you, you can go ahead, but it's like Warren Buffett doesn't like it, and he's he's a guy, he's old. Old school guy. Yeah, he's not going to change, but his theory is if you're investing over a long period of time, right, you're going to become wealthy
0: Yeah, eventually. Yeah, he's a big believer in the whole aspect of the compound interest correct, and, correct. and letting your money just do that the That
2: being said, I don't think it's a bad idea to have some crypto. I want to make your whole
0: portfolio. Of course. So... Well, they diversify. they always talk about diversifying your portfolio, Correct. right? So I think crypto is an avenue if, you know, it's the right crypto or however you want to put it, um, <laughs> there, you know, that it, that it may make sense to be, what's, what's your perspective on, on um, crypto?
1: So one of the reasons
0: why I left was the
1: modern, it's kind of turned, change into the modern uh, okay. idea, right? Um, our industry isn't heavily regulated in that, in, yeah. in the sense of crypto, right? They haven't gotten to that sense yet. But they're, shru- they're, they're starting to, it, that, right? yeah. Uh, but we are obviously heavily heavily regulated in general, so we do have to obviously be careful what we say and so forth. Okay. Um, in regards to my outlook on it, right? Uh, just like you said, obviously a portion is nothing. You know, nothing wrong with that. Um, I wish obviously there was a lot more confirmation on what what's you know what's going to be the one that we're going to be able to use of and course, transact yeah. and, and so forth. Um, obviously there's a lot of different. Um, platforms you can use and networks but um in regards to just the total outlook i think it is the future at one point yeah whether it's going to be a digital currency of you know we well, have
0: countries i think it's like venezuela that, that uh, have adopted mm-hmm. it as as, as a, a form door. of currency yeah, yeah.
1: That. um but yeah i mean it, it's definitely going to be a thing um, yeah it's not it's not, um, it's, not know, it's not going to pass away but uh in regards to like nfts and cryptos and stuff like that yeah. all that's kind of um you know it's, it is a future it is pretty much an evolution of what we went from gold to the dollar to dollar to now and a lot of people, I'll give you this last little bit of it, is um, a lot of people say that you know, realistically um, crypto you know, has no value behind it, which is true. There's a lot of them that don't. Um, but uh, Swiss Bank just came out with one that's backed by actual physical gold, um, and they're going to continue to do things like that where it's going to be tied to the dollar, et cetera. So um, transactions are going to change, and um, will we s- see the dollar leave in a lifetime? Probably not. But will we see you know obviously more transactions happening elsewhere? Definitely. Uh, I think so.
0: Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, one
2: w- one thing, real quick. Yeah. I think, like you said, transparency might be the biggest thing right now. Because so yeah. like we, we think we know more and more, but I feel like there's still something.
1: It's a big block behind it. Yeah. What
0: it. do you mean? Like there's there's things behind the scene that we don't really we know. Don't, we, don't we don't. know, know enough about.
2: It, it's like if you look at the stock market, eventually everything comes out. Maybe not right away. Yeah. But everything yeah, eventually findings, comes out, etc. Yeah. But when it comes to crypto you don't know what's happening in the background like, like, what if one person is holding half of all, all of one s- single coin yeah you don't know that yeah, yeah. definitely risk that, we that is v- that is very costs. true yeah so that's
0: true um so before we move on we'll have like a little intermission <laughs> i just wanted to say uh shout out to johnny cuba um before we get into the next conversation, I'm going to open mine up. You guys are more than welcome yeah. to as well. You guys don't uh, get that one. Yeah, of course, can't say no. Want to go
1: to stay tranquilo coin. Yeah,
0: that's a good question, bro. We'll because the a tra- <laughs> that's tranquilo. NFT baby. Yeah. All oh, right. Shout out to the king. Cheers, so boys. Cool. Choking. <coughs> that's, that's your first. But oh. time. <coughs> first it's my first beer. <laughs> 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 um but you touched on something about NFTs, right? So NFTs, <clears throat> can you tell us a little bit about NFTs? I know it's like digital art, right? But there's people making a shit ton of money off of it right now. Yeah. Um, so what what even is that space? Where did that come from? Like do people, yeah. How do people even get involved in an NFT? It's
1: supply and demand. Yeah. Um, that's realistically yeah. what it built, uh, the market it built. So um, you know we're going to use Board Apes, for example, the most popular one. Yeah. Um, what's the actual value behind it? nothing I mean this you know a lot of art there's really no actual yeah. value behind people this, are selling a concept essentially exactly so it's a concept an idea and obviously a look as well and a brand um, so that's really what it is and what's built off of the only thing is here is that um, I'll bring up the screenshotting right a lot of people are like hey why don't I just screenshot it um, you know this the blockchain provides that technology where it actually shows you where uh, obviously an NFT is, okay. is yours so um, you know again it's another market where yes there is going to be um, I'll also say be careful with that. There might be a correction, right, where things you know die down. The liquidity is going to be a big thing with the crypto market as well, where a lot of people don't have other liquid assets. So if that market falls, people will be pulling out, things like that. But definitely be careful with it. But I'm excited to see kind of where that heads out. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: I think I think a lot of it is a kind of a phase right now too. Mm-hmm. Like I think people are you know jumping on the bandwagon. It seems too like NFTs are kind of like. They're not untouchable, but they're meant for a different class of people right now. Like, obviously, if you have a lot of money, you can, you can get in investing in an NFT. Um, that just seems to be the climate. I think a little bit of it is going to kind of, like, um, balance out a little bit. And and these prices are going to kind of drop. But the future of, of NFT, I mean, I mean, you look at things like uh, the metaverse and, and, and that kind of space. Um, you know, companies are going to a completely kind of, like, virtual uh, virtual world, and I mean, we you know we can go on a tangent about the, the metaverse, but in your space, how how does that kind of like affect um, the financial the financial world? Like, are, are 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 industries kind of adjusting towards that? So I would say very slowly. Okay. There's
2: a couple companies like F- Facebook, obviously, switched right. to to Meta. Yeah. And there are companies that are like trying to go towards that, but at least in finance, most companies. Don't change as quickly because they're so regulated. Okay. So, I would say usually finance is the people that get there last. Yeah. yeah. The money might so get there
1: first, but the actual finance company. But the,
0: the companies themselves will get there last. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's a good point, right? In the finance world, a lot of advisors are gonna be opposed to things like this. Yeah. yeah. Especially because we can't even, um, you know, work with them with the clients. Yeah. Um, legally. Like ETF. The ETF now that Bitcoin that just right. came out. That's only exception really, but. Um, in regards to the full picture of it, uh, the metaverse in general is—I mean, I'm excited. That's—that's. That's, uh, I was talking to my friends about this. Realistically, it's that uh, we're going to be having meetings, and one day you could have it in—you know—room <laughs> that looks like a, a background that. with palm trees it's to a crazy. beach, right?
0: I mean, um, what so to me, weird. what the metaverse is is basically real life world Sims. Yep. Like I was literally comparing to that. <laughs> that's how that, you can put it. That's what it is. Like I was, I was thinking about the metaverse the other day, and I'm like, okay, so I can be friends with a virtual person. I can pretend to like have a relationship with this person. I can go to work with this virtual person. And I'm like, I used to play this game when I was a freaking little kid, mm-hmm. that's amazing. and and I was basically playing with Sims. Like that's what's gonna happen. Like I can work for, let's say Google, right, and have an employee in in Oregon, living in Miami, but it feels like we're here sitting in this room basically yeah, having, um, having like a working session. Exactly.
1: It is. It's, I mean, that, that whole entire idea is, just, I mean, it's... Podcast,
0: like even this, like a podcast, like I could have a podcast with someone in like the it's virtual convenient.
1: world. It's the whole idea is convenient. I mean, I'm, myself with everything combined, like with looking at the metaverse and the crypto and stuff, I do have portfolios that are built around that, right, for clients that, yeah. they understand the exposure of risk and so forth, but I mean, dude, Facebook, like, Square, right? Yeah. Changing yeah. their names to Block and Meta. I mean, that's kind that of a, a big output just to kind of keep your eye on so it.
0: really is. It really is. I remember when I first heard that they were changing their name, I was like, dude, Facebook is like, they're on another spectrum. When Square yeah.
1: did it, I was like, that's, I was like, All right, Facebook's going to do it. We have one crazy yeah. guy. Yeah, we're good. No, I was no got. there, but um, when I was to Jack Dorsey he left Twitter and, he exactly. this. and I was he like, there's something... There's well, and you know,
0: he's he, he was like I'm throwing all my marbles into that too because yeah. he left Twitter and now you know that's that's kind of where he put all that's where he's putting all his energy into, which 100%. is crazy to see. For cool. Sure. Um, before we pivot on to like another subject, you know one you know one thing that again that I wanted to highlight, you know what what do you guys recommend for for you know people like obviously like we were talking about in the beginning was, you know, money obviously can create a lot of stress in people's life, right? You know, uh, financial hardships that comes up. What do you guys recommend? Um, you know, what's the best way to, to kind of avoid the stresses of life? Obviously, there's unseen for, for, uh, circumstances, right, that, that, that sometimes we can't plan for. But obviously, there's certain things that we can do to kind of prevent ourselves from, you know, falling into those holes and, and, and kind of like taking those punches a little bit better. What, what, are, what are some things that you guys would recommend to, to best prepare for, you know, stressful situations when it comes uh, from money? So there's
2: two things that I think of right off the, off the bat. First is the emergency fund. You need to have whatever you feel comfortable with. Three, six months, twelve months. There's people that work in a sales or a commission based jo- job that they don't know when their next paycheck is. Mm-hmm. Maybe one a year, maybe one more. So whatever you're comfortable with there. And the second thing to start off, even though I love investing, if you have bad debt, you cannot. You cannot to compounding interest both ways. So let's say we we do a great job. We get you 15% on average. That's an amazing job. If your credit card that you owe $10,000 on is charging you 22%, you're losing money. Yeah, exactly. Bad debt is one thing we have to get rid of now.
0: There's... Bad debts. Credit cards. Credit cards usually,
2: depending on your student loans. If you do have student loans, how much uh, your interest rate is, that's one, but... Anything that's over 3%, 4%, 5% in that area... Yeah, you want to take care of that. You want to look at taking it away because it's, it's a risk analysis there. You're getting guaranteed returns by getting rid of that. Got it. Okay. And then after that, you can look at retirement. One thing, too, if you have a 401k, your match, you need to get that. That's 100% bonus, usually. Yeah. So whatever you're putting in there, that's one okay. are the things that at least to start off,
0: it helps a lot. Yeah. And no matter your age, you can, you can kind of start... Start yeah. that process.
2: Yeah. I, I want to ask, what do you think about, like, debt when it comes to, like, buying houses and things like that? I know a lot of advisors have
1: different opinions on that one. Um, leveraging debt's good. Um, not too much debt, right? Understanding uh-huh. where your margins are and where you're able to obviously deal with personally, but um, nothing wrong against it, right? I'd rather somebody put down 5% to a house close to 20, 90% mm-hmm. of the time, right? Um, you know, if you're telling me this person's panicking, I'll give you an example, right? Um, my dad doesn't like the you know, he likes to make sure that middle monthly cash was coming in positive to his debts his expenses, etc. Those people Yeah, you put 20% down wait not to leverage that, but of if course want to take that 5% on the conventional loan, whatever um, Use the other 15% to actually either use as a Nest egg use for uh, other things kind of like give you that safety kind of talk about make sure you're not stressed. Yeah, um, that's pretty much what I would normally recommend when it comes to it, but um, in regards to the full idea of what you should do to avoid stress um, You know with money it's a liquidity pool, right? At least on an mm-hmm. emergency fund and mm-hmm. purpose, like purposeful, right? I I'd compare this a lot to a test. You go into a test, right, uh, completely blank, did study, uh, you're done, right? <laughs> you're pretty much, I mean, yeah. I've done that in college. You go into it and you're just like, wow, I have yeah. done so It right? never works out well. Exactly. I don't, I don't think once, but... Um, unless you look to your left or your right, but the, <laughs> the, uh, in regards to your, the problem
0: is when you do that, the guy next to you is waiting for you. So <laughs> then you're yeah, like, right. <laughs> <stupid. laughs> everything to the right. And the teacher's you're like, Shit, <laughs> all right. This is not going to work. Um,
1: but yeah, but just by doing the planning, simple planning, I know nobody likes to look and see how much you're spending and what negative is. And of course, yeah. a lot of people uh, use this very, very carefully, but a lot of people don't want to feel stupid, right? When it comes to it, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not right. a doctor. I can't, Diagnose myself with a lot of medical stuff. Same yeah. thing with obviously finances. So just take a second. Whether you can do it yourself or somebody else. Look at your budget. Look at your planning. Um, organize things so you know what's going out. Even if it's vacation funds, put that there. Um, if you organize, you know what's going to happen. And you're not worried about your investments falling. Yeah, so yeah. Definitely. There's cool. a lot
2: of apps that help with budgeting. If, if For sure. If you don't want to go spreadsheets, which are a lot.
0: So I'm glad you brought that up because sure. that was going to be my next, kind of like my next uh, topic, right? So there's all these apps I think. I don't remember the names of Mint. them now, but Mint, uh, there's uh, another one that I use, um, I can't remember the name, Truebill, I think true is what it's true called. Bill. Um, I have pennies. Pennies. Pretty so, pretty I, I, I do the exercise of the budgeting, right, yeah. say, okay, this month I'm going to spend this much, this month, this one. I, I can't follow it. This
1: is the best part. So I, can't, I can't follow
0: it. <laughs> it. Dude, it doesn't make any sense. I do it. I have the spreadsheet. I think it's a beautiful looking spreadsheet, I, but... Come end of the month, come end of the year, the numbers just they don't they don't jive.
1: Um, I get the question all the time do you think your industry will get AI'd, right? And your job's done? Definitely not. That's why. Okay. Um, Correct. Because I can give you all the resources possible, um, uh-huh. but you're definitely not going to do it, right? Um, I could give you the paperwork to sign. And you're no, yeah. Gonna do the,
0: it, app, right? the app just makes me realize how bad I am at doing it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I use it for my clients. I
1: have a system that I pay for um, It's through my financial planning software, Right Capital. Um, I use that, and um, within there is a budget sheet. So there's a budget program where you're able to connect your credit cards and so forth, and I'm able to see it. Okay. I do that, or if they like Mint and they want to use Mint, I do that, and I use it for um, obviously review meetings. But Okay. Um, not bad to use how do you follow up and hold yourself accountable uh realistically just call somebody uh, yeah so they hold you accountable as yeah well. and,
0: uh, so that's 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 my goal for 2022 because god damn i'm so bad <laughs> <laughs> even i do it i'm looking at my man like, dude i'm like here like okay whatever i putting this money away and then it's just like nothing's happening it just no. doesn't just, just doesn't make sense and i'm here trying to find the hole and i i generally can't find it so I know I'm not the only one that struggles with that, so that's good That's good yeah, to know.
2: That's one thing. We're like personal trainers. We can tell you what to do. We can that's we can even ready. do the exercises, but yeah. if, if you get home and start just eating everything, yeah, all, all, everything we did,
0: it's not going to help fair. 100%. That's fair. Yeah, someone's going to have to hit me in the face <laughs> or something. <laughs> that's, that's the app we need. We get
2: a shock every time you oh, go over your budget. <laughs> the shock
0: callers. Cool. Uh, all right, sweet. So... Um, uh, one thing really quick before, too, obviously, the like like you touched on, the housing market and and um, and uh, kind of like, you know, buying a house, right? So someone that's, you know, they've saved up enough money, right? Um, how much of, I guess, of their savings, I guess, should go into, um, you know, maybe a down payment on a home? I know you talked about like kind of like the 5%. You can qualify for like a conventional loan, FHA loan. Um, you know, interest rates are starting to change a little bit. But, you know, it, it's, I think, more possible than ever to... To kind of put a down payment on a house. What's kind of like the rule of thumb. Like if I have X amount of dollars saved up. How much should I you know. I guess put aside towards putting towards towards a home.
2: Yeah so I actually was a mortgage before this. So this, you is, were? this is great yeah. for me. Yeah, so I try to stay away from FHA. Because the, the mortgage insurance is a little bit more. Now there's times you got to do it. I still think it's better than renting most of the time. Yeah. That being said. If you can get conventional 5% or 20%. I think they're both good. It just depends what you're going to do with that. Difference in money. You're just gonna hold it. Do the twenty percent. If you're gonna invest it, the five percent makes sense because okay. then you're actually getting some gains there. And I'm only saying this if you're a younger home buyer, a younger investor.
0: It's something like he said too was like five percent because then the other you know can leverage towards mm-hmm. you know towards like um, you know emergency funds.
2: or you can use it for investment right. So or like, and like you said in investing, you can you can beat the interest usually. Now, if you're closer to retirement age, if you're someone that's older in their 50s, yeah, sometimes it's nice to have less debt because that's guaranteed returns that you're getting by having less debt. Right. For sure. If you're younger, let's uh, score your money. It's, yeah. fu- it's fun and you get to see it over time. It helps out.
0: Definitely.
1: Yeah. I mean, r- long story short with that, it's, I mean, if you're going to put 5% down on a house, um, realistically, have at least 20. If you're going to put 20, have at least 40, right? Mm-hmm. So at least double... Um, double the amount, potentially even three times the amount depending yeah. on the scenario, but um, on the side, the reason why I say that is, I mean, I purchased the house a year ago um, to never ending game with renovating, right? Because yeah. you just <laughs> want to do mm-hmm. new things. Um, so that's why my biggest re- recommendation for a lot of people, it's a very unpopular opinion, um, but in regards to renting, buying, um, don't buy until you have a, cer- a certain amount and my advice after I own my first house: make sure that your first house you're not living in, right? Maybe rent it out, do something else, yeah. And then you can buy your other property, but that's gonna wait. Fast way to develop wealth. I told all my friends this. Um, you know, I didn't know what I knew. I was coming into in the early stages, right, for expenses for my house, um, but the renovations and doing different things. Right. Those things in the, you don't even really. Even think if the, the house is nice, right, redone. There's always something that you're
0: gonna do: fixing the yard, fixing. It custom, you yeah,
1: customize everything. So true. Just make sure that you understand that part because if not, you're really. Uh, we talked about, I think you talked about the compounding aspect mm-hmm. before earlier, but um, in regards to expanding on that, you have to make sure that you have that money early on, right? If you're giving it away for impact windows and stuff like that, you know, the values might raise your house value just a little bit, but what you're giving up long-term in your, in your investing, uh, investing side of your portfolio, it's really going to just kind okay. of... so it's not
0: really like necessarily like I have a certain amount of money, I shouldn't be putting away X amount. It's just I have, if I have the money, Figure out how much I'm willing to put down on that house, and then uh, leverage whether I should be putting five or or five percent or more down.
2: Yeah, I usually would not recommend anywhere between five and twenty because you're still gonna have mortgage insurance. Right. I, exactly. Until, until yeah, that 20, makes sense. That's what makes sense. Like if you're gonna if you're, than you're than not gonna do twenty, do five. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Correct. Yeah. And then if you want to pay off extra early, you can. Or the the big thing is once you have your liquidity taken care of, to not have your money sitting. So yeah. once you have the money
1: that you know... Do
0: you people use savings accounts anymore? A
1: uh, lot. You should. Um, I can tell you this, though. You should? You should. You should okay. have a savings account for your emergency funds, etc. For, for like emergency that. funds, I could um, see, yeah. I do have uh, certain things that we use that leverage you know, larger than, obviously, the percentage you're going to get at the bank. Um but in regards to savings accounts, um, that's gonna, in my opinion. Is the crypto issue right now is a lot of you are taking their full savings, right, <laughs> maybe a little bit, and just tossing to things like this where they think are gonna blow up. Yeah. Um. But we never know what's gonna turn back, so I just want to put that out there as well. Uh, during the dot-com bubble, there was a lot of hype around the, the obviously the web. Mm-hmm. Um. There was a lot of illiquidity, and that is one of f- one of the reasons why the dot-com bubble happened. So just make sure your liquidity is there because if your liquidity is there, you won't get emotional about your investments, and you'll be able to obviously. Uh, continue your path of your investment
0: uh, goals. It. So savings account basically makes sense for, uh, for this emergency fund type that's, that's sure money. That's the only money that, that should be there. Be yeah, correct, yeah. One, okay.
2: One thing as well, when the dot bubble happens or whenever anything happens, that anything goes down, like the market, if you have your liquidity taken care of, you are in the position to take advantage. Exactly. A yeah. so freaking men to that, dude, because gone, when uh, the pandemic
0: hit, for sure, yep. every, everyone that bought in there's Marsh, some people that cashed out heavy from there.
2: And Everyone that bought in March feels like a genius, yeah. It, so, it, yeah. And that's
0: great because you took advantage of the opportunity, and the people that are able to take advantage of the people that have the, the liquid to do so. Mm.
1: The drop in COVID was a life lesson for a lot of young people just because mm. they kind of saw the opportunity, and it was a quick opportunity, exactly. So they took advantage of it, and whether you didn't or not, you saw it, and yeah, you and saw you're the reaping upwards. the benefits
0: or, or regretting right now
1: mm. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, <that's laughs> damn
0: sure. All right, cool. So before we wrap it up, um, we have a segment called Talk to me towards the end, right? <laughs> so it's just quick, rapid questions. So, um, I'll, you know, you both obviously will answer them, but uh, beach or mountains? Whoever wants to go first. Beach for me. Beach for you? Easy. Beach. Beach. Yeah, beach. Not, sure. Come on. Like,
1: not, not even well, a discussion? We live right here. What beach here. Be what
0: else you need? Yeah, that's, that's true. That's fair. I, I, I always say beach too, but, nah. you know. I've, I, ironically, out of the two that I've done so far, since, like, the new reboot, both have been mountains.
1: I like monsters. I mean, go see them for a little bit, but something like beach. So beach
0: every time. No right. um, So, action movies or scary movies? It doesn't even. Ha- you know what? What? What's your favorite genre of movies? Because you know, rom coms I'm, could be in there. I'm gonna
1: give you a nice one. I'm, a, I'm gonna give you an inside scoop. Rom coms. My girl makes fun of me all the time, but that's that's oh something I always God. watch, man. I don't know why. They're my they're I my favorite. No, I have no idea why. Don't ask me. But
0: I'm with it on yeah. that.
2: So rom-coms. I I don't think I have a genre. I just like really plotty movies. So, like, <laughs> plot twists, <laughs> things like that. Just like,
0: things that, like, fuck with your head? Not like necessarily. Like, uh, um, what's that one? Uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, Shutter good. Island now. That, that
2: was pretty good. But, like, along it's those lines, it doesn't movie. have to fuck with my head, but I just don't want to.
0: Inception.
2: I, I don't want to know what's happening from the beginning. Like, so, for example, Avengers, I don't like Endgame, but I like Infinity War because the bad guy won. You don't expect that. So, that's. That's fair. It's, it's it's action, but it's it's like oh, that's it's not good. what always happens. So that's why I think it's good.
0: Okay, I can get behind that. I mean, um, what was it that that movie? Um, shit, I forgot. Oh, Inception, the one where they get inside the dreams. Like yeah, that was crazy. Th- those movies, those movies <laughs> get me. Yeah. Um, all right, favorite Cuban dish. Paca frita. Paca it's, a, it's so the number one. So just it just it's just like the it overarching number one.
1: Just had it
2: last night. Just so you guys know, I, I just drove 250 miles to be uh, um, he did. on the podcast. Yeah, this guy came uh, from obviously Orlando. Obviously, my family lives here, so it's not the only thing. <laughs> oh. But I just got <laughs> here okay. from Orlando. I'm going to La Careta right after, La Cafita. Oh, yeah. So, okay,
0: so, right so that goes into my next question. Who has the best La Cafita? Oh, I'm in
1: Aries. Oh, I was just there last vaca night. Frita. I got the I mean, uh, like <laughs> uh, okay. damn I haven't been, been there. there. Yeah, been there oh my years. god, dude, the tres vaca frita, the one that comes with the pork, the beef, and the chicken. Oh my god, Oh, that's a so, nice. that's a sound. Dude, pump. Have you had that? Yeah. I think I had the
2: chicken
1: one,
0: not not the uh, not the tres. That's my fridge. I'll bring it back. <laughs> 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 I haven't had that. I got to do that. It's crazy. I, that I got to do. It's funny because it's um everyone says who has the best vaca frita. The you know a couple times people have said you know like Havana as well. But uh, overarching is usually abuela, and I'm surprised no one oh, no one yeah, threw my, that out there. My mom, I would
1: say. So, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think they ever made by like frita, but they have other stuff. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, that's a a good, good stuff. Uh, best croqueta? What is best oh, croqueta? I had that
1: recently, actually, for the first time, like, last year, or, like, yeah.
0: this year. Uh, so I think they have, like, the size, overarching taste. Yeah, yeah that's no, crazy. Yeah, It's that just places. the whole... The girth, you know? <laughs> 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 Um, um, what else? What else? Okay, uh, favorite travel destination you guys have been to?
1: Oh, I've been to? Oh, yeah, so sorry. This one, um, damn. Well, I don't (laughs) (laughs) know. my backyard.
2: (laughs) Nah, so maybe not the my favorite, but like definitely one of the best vacations I've had was going to Philadelphia. Uh, my birthday right before COVID. And um, we just walked the whole city, and it was so nice. Um, what, what
0: time of the year did you go? We went January. Oh, so, January. So, so, so literally early. right before COVID hit. And, so it was, was kind of cold when you went.
2: It was free. The last day, it was just freezing. Yeah. And I, I just remembered, uh, I watch It's Always totally Sunny Philadelphia sometimes, and it was not sunny at all. You went late January. Yeah, it was just like there was no sun the whole weekend. So. Yeah, no, it was a great time, though. Uh, running Terminal yeah, Market. Yes. Yes. Is uh, it? Th- gy- is the hype? I- James on fourth. So I went two years before with my family. the okay. Second time I went with my girlfriend. So I took her to the same spot we went to because I have a couple fraternity brothers that told me to go to that spot. It was great in the summer. I went in the winter. It wasn't that good. So I need to go again to to kind of figure balance out. out
0: whether or <laughs> <To> not <laughs> it's it legit out. or not. Okay. <laughs> have you been to Philly? Uh, no. Uh, okay.
1: Surprisingly, you've never left the country besides. Oh, really? So, okay. that's crazy. Because yeah. soccer, pretty much my yeah. life in that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, feel that. For the sports. Um, but I'm going to Mexico for the first time, coming up for a wedding, so that's late on that one. But for now, cool. um, I'm going to go to Colorado. Colorado. Um, Oof, good choice. That. Haven't been, but I want to go so bad. I went in January, and uh, that's our proposed... He says day. the beach guy, and his favorite place bro. is no, Colorado. What the hell, bro? they <laughs> Miami, so <laughs> here we go, but, Oh, uh, well, where'd you go went, when you went to Colorado? I went with my girl. We went to Golden, went to Vail, went to Bre- they go- kind of went around. Oh, okay. Oh,
0: so you, you were like up up in the mountain area. Yeah. and then we you went, flew into Denver? Flew into Denver. Okay.
1: And came back and I told my friends. I was like, this is awesome and all that stuff. And I have a close group of friends I grew up with. And um, man, a month later, we're back. We yeah, dude, that's, that's, and and that's, right back.
0: that's exactly how it was for me. When I went, I went for my 21st birthday. I l- landed in Denver. It was August, uh, so summertime. Mm-hmm. Freaking loved Denver. Went to Boulder. We didn't go up in the mountains, but you know Boulder. I mean, is essentially yeah, it's essentially kind of like a mountain a, area. We did the hikes and stuff like that. Within like a four month span, I went three times. Yeah, and then I mean, every year, you <laughs> every year, every year, I started going um, well, at least once a year. That's so I, the the next year I went. It was um, February. We did like snowboarding, all that. Such um, yeah, no, it's it's a, a it's a good time. It's a good time. All right, cool. All right. Um, oh, before we end. A podcast and a book you guys recommend for sh- for people to uh, read and listen to. So a
2: podcast, I got two. One, uh, my favorite podcast is probably Freakonomics. I don't know That's right. if anyone's listened to it, but I've listened to it. It's uh pretty much they do statistical analysis in a less lame way, and they figure out what's happening in the world. So <laughs> they go over like how, for example, the two um, different parties, political parties. Yes, they don't want each other to win, but they don't let anybody else in because they know if they let someone else in, changes everything. Yeah. And they lo- looked at that statistically, type, those type of things. And then I also listen to Mad Money for t- stock trading. I don't trade much, but it's just nice. He's very good at giving you the sense of the market. And then a book. I don't really. If you read, it. if you don't read, I don't. Really, I haven't read a lot, but I I like Harry Potter. So <laughs> there you go. I love Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. That, that was great, but that's not. It's not really helping. It's more entertainment movies are good
1: mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I normally listen to uh, the financial advisor success podcast which is a really good one yeah you definitely look into it <laughs> <laughs> financial advisor success podcast is Michael that, Okay, uh, no. you have to yeah it's, it's really no. good I'll check that but out. for obviously everybody else uh, startup stories amazing um, just like kind of seeing where everybody started and kind of get their mind. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to kind of get it. Have you heard the, Act,
0: the startup? Have you heard that podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I have their suggestions, by I never It's so. cool too. Cause it's like, um, uh, it's the, an, and I mean, uh, me and Danny were just talking about it Danny mm-hmm. was on, uh, earlier. Um, but he was, he was telling, um, about a little bit of the podcast. It's like the story mm-hmm. of him starting his podcast business. He's it's interviewing cool. people and recording like the pitches and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's all like that. That's entertaining for me. Um, Book okay, wise, I don't read a lot unless it's useful for what I'm doing right at yeah. that moment. Um, but psychology money is probably something that's different that's people that people don't really uh, haven't heard of. It's a good idea. It's just kind of put you kind of the mental aspect of things. But it's um, pretty much what I got there.
0: Cool, cool stuff. All right. Well, uh, before we go, you guys, um, where can they follow you, um, contact you? Obviously, if anyone wants to work with you guys, um, you know, where can they they, they find you and and kind of get in contact with you?
2: Yeah. Uh, for me, it's my my Instagram is Nelfern, very easy, uh, and
0: and N- as in Nancy E L F E R, and we'll put it all in there. Yeah, and then you guys can
2: um, see it. my LinkedIn is probably the best page to, to go to as well, Nelson, Nelson Fernandez. Fernandez, and then my cell phone three zero five three three eight six eight six three. Any girl that wants it, no, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, if, 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 if they want to invest, shit, they're already calling. Help, they're already calling. They, they can text and call. All they want that's fine. Show
1: like that. Um, for, <laughs> uh, for my stuff it's, uh, it's all on uh, high rise wealth management Um, Instagram I have some little content there but a lot of the informational stuff you're going to find is on the LinkedIn Facebook okay. um, have different programs consistently grabbing uh, different blogs and so forth Um, my so and so forth they'll put it on um, uh, the other thing I'll kind of like leave you guys with as well is more of um, the advising side right I actually kind of aim more towards the planning side but a lot of people think, hey, it's not the right time or it's not, um, you know, I don't need to do this, stuff like that. Just sit down. I mean, a lot of people like us, right, uh, we do charge, like, planning fees and we have all this stuff. But for a quick call and organizing mm-hmm. a couple things for you, we have no issue. It's fun for us, right? It's a little thing. So yeah. um, at any stage, at any point in your career, you're starting a dollar more than you could have to pay Social Security and Medicare. Um, just call. Uh, we'll set things up. Um, you know, we don't even need to do the investing side. Just get in the planning stuff. Just get you organized. Um, you know, more than happy just to answer calls and stuff like that as well. So. Correct,
0: correct. Cool, awesome. Well, there you guys have it. If you guys have any questions in in regards to finances, you know, obviously you guys can uh, hit them up. Um, don't ask me, clearly, because I I'm not mm. the guy. <laughs> but um, if you guys want a good beer, we got Johnny Cuba, and that's that's where I can help you out. So, cheers, boys. Thanks for jumping on. Of course, appreciate you guys having. Me. Cheers, guys. Thank you.